This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for November 30th, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. The message is by Mother Nancy James. Good morning, St. Andrews. Good morning. Oh, so proper. Good morning, St. Andrews. Good morning. Mm, still not very good. All right, here we are. It's Advent 1. What does that mean? Almost wintertime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've started a new church year. It's the beginning of a new church year. Do over. Fresh start. Reset that clock. Yay. And yet, our gospel lesson sounds so terminal and so final, doesn't it? Not what we'd expect, since we want to just full-on rush madly into Christmas. But this is the tension of our world. This is where we live. We live in the now and the also not yet. Our gospel speaks of the end of time when creation achieves its fulfillment. It warns of the coming perfect judgment of God. There's a warning of the coming of the destruction of the temple and the persecution that will come. It's a warning of Jesus' crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. It's a warning of the echelon, the end of time as we know it, when there are no more do-overs. Our lesson this morning also tells us that we are to learn from what we have seen. We are to observe and discern God's plan and his presence in what we can see now. So that we can be ready and expectant of what will come. This here and now is a practice session. The big game is yet to come. And in a way, it kind of makes sense, since it is a cycle. We're resetting the year. We're starting. It's like being at the top. Looking forward to Advent and Jesus' birth. He's coming again and anew as this little baby boy. But we're also aware of the completion of the circle. The end of time. The final judgment. It's like one moment is 11.59 p.m., and the next moment is 12.00 a.m. Today has become tomorrow. In the blink of an eye, it has changed. Are you ready? Do you ever think about crossing that line from one moment to the next? Or where you're standing when it will happen? Learn, grow, mature in your spiritual walk with God so you'll be ready when it does. Do you have anybody to talk about these things with? How many of you here are in small groups? Not many. Those of you that aren't, look around those that had their hands up and ask them later why they're in a small group and what it does for them. Okay? 
It's a place where you can struggle with these questions and you can ask and get honest feedback as to what things mean. As you check out, I thought I saw God here this week or I, I wasn't sure about this or, you know, I really think this happened and, you know, what do you think? They can help you in your growing and maturing in the spirit. And we brought out our Advent wreath. Don't you just love the Advent wreath? I do. With all the anticipation and expectations of warmth and joy, happiness and love it brings. But you know, it isn't that simple. Even the symbology in, in, in the wreath doesn't follow a straight line crescendo to Christmas. The first candle stands for hope. And it's given the name the prophecy candle. It looks backwards. It goes back to the Old Testament, saying it stands on the words of the prophets of Isaiah and Joel and Jeremiah and others who, who proclaimed and foretold of Jesus' coming. They offer evidence. The next candle is called the Bethlehem candle, which stands for preparation or the work of Christmas. And it reminds us of that, that time where John the Baptist is so eager to start his ministry that he jumps for joy in Elizabeth's womb. You know, he will, can't wait to get out and be the forerunner. One will follow me who's even better than me. And it talks of... Gabriel, who comes and makes sure Mary's heart is pure, she's dedicated to the task, and that Joseph is committed to the family and will be there. Preparation. Which brings us to our pink candle. It's pink for rogation, joy. It's called the shepherd's candle. And it does stand for joy. It's Joy is like almost the natural result of if you hope for something. Somebody has told you something and you have hope in it. You want it to be true. You're trusting in it to be true. And you work and try to do everything you can to make sure that it comes true. And as you come closer to that, you get this natural joy of expectation and anticipation that bubbles up in you. That's that joy. We have God's promises. There was work done. And now we have this joy, which leads us to the last candle, or the angel's candle, which represents love. Here he is. Here's the baby Jesus. This is it. And then we cross over into Christmas, the Christ candle, the white candle, we move from Advent into Christmas.